Hello and welcome to another episode of Winning with AI with myself, Josh. And I'm delighted to say I'm joined again by Simon Wielden. Thanks for joining us, Simon. My pleasure. So this week, we've just been having a conversation around gamification. And I think one of the things we talked about is actually, it's sometimes perceived a little bit as not a serious sales strategy. So something that is a little bit, I think, childish and not used to enhance a business or revenue and things like that. We obviously, you know, advocate the other way around, but have you got any examples or any reasons as to why people shouldn't think that? Yeah, I mean, you're absolutely right. And it, it varies from culture to culture. But, you know, the, if, if you think about the the sort of, I know, you know, the ultimate sporting competition uh, on the planet, which is the Olympics, you know, that's full of gamification, right? It's full of things like medals. It's full of things like leaderboards, uh, all these types of things. And people are incredibly proud to be standing on podiums and this types of things. And it's all about that, that perception of, uh, of, of, uh, of their success. And so, um, and actually, if you, if you particularly look at the, uh, the cycling team, the British cycling team uh, that uh, was put forward in the, uh, in the 2012 Olympics, uh, that was all around, uh, you know, doing marginal gains. So they were gamified not just on the end result, which obviously we we, we were successful in, but they were gamified through that process as well. All the, all the training and all the journey and everything else was all gamified as well uh, to drive the uh, the sort of results that they were looking for. And another really good example that I uh, <laughs> that I raise is uh, you can't get more serious than uh, than the armed forces. Uh, you know, wherever you are around the globe, and they are incredibly proud of the uh, of, of the rank that they're at. So these and, and these are worn on their actual outfits. So it's not it's not just like in a hidden app somewhere or something like that. These are very very visual uh, with their with their pips and their uh, and their stripes and the uh, and all the medals at uh, ceremonies etc. And these are awarded for you know incredible acts of uh, of, of, uh, of bravery uh, and, uh, and and success and rank uh, you know through their you know through their careers. Uh, and so, you know, you can see how um, whilst, you know, gamification that you might sort of term as, as being a little bit childish, et cetera, but actually we use it uh, as, as, as a society, uh, you know, to drive uh, the right behaviours and reward accordingly um, in, uh, in, in, very, in very public ways. And yeah, uh, yeah so it's, uh, it, it, it's interesting. And I, and I think um, the other thing that, that we see is that um, not everybody plays games just to win either. So, uh, you know, if you do, if, if, if you look at some of the research and things, over 50% of the people that play a game actually play it to be social. It, it isn't it isn't a case of, uh, you know, I've got to win or I've got to find, you know, parts of the game that no one else has seen before uh, or everybody else has got to lose, you know, these types of things. It's actually just about participating in a uh, uh, in a game uh, and, uh, and, and that makes it fun. That's a really interesting point, that end bit as well. I mean, the, the other bit around the army in gamification i think sometimes maybe it's the name gamification can maybe step away from the point of what it's trying to do and actually how it works um i think it's a really good example but the socializing aspect is really interesting because i guess that that's almost totally different so you've got the olympics there's, there's tangible rewards getting a medal that's you know and again gamification when you think about it like that it's very different but highest athletes top performers in their field but yeah, the socialising things probably just made me think a little bit because actually that's to do with camaraderie. And if you think of, uh, I'm thinking of a sales t 
team because I always jump to sales. Um, I guess if you want to build a, a winning mentality winning team, that could be used within that scenario, really. Yeah, absolutely. And in fact, um, you you can build uh, gamification. Uh, a lot of people think of gamification as an individual exercise, but you again going back to my sport analogy you think of the uh, of the Ryder Cup that just happened that actually because it was a team uh, exercise uh, or a team game that actually is much more powerful people will rise to the challenge to support the team and not let the team down uh, so uh, you're absolutely right in sales it's the same thing so what um, what we often see is that if you if you get teams competing against each other rather than individuals uh, you're going to get a much higher level of success and actually, interestingly, if you mix those teams as well, so rather than just say, oh, let's just put, you know, the UK against the, um, you know, against um, um, the US or whatever it might be. Actually, if you took, you know, a team of a, a marketeer, uh, a, a pre-sales person, a salesperson, uh, you know, and, uh, and, and a post-sales person and put them into a team and then have them competing against a different team, then actually it starts to, the social elements of that, they start to talk to each other and work closer together to, to obviously win in that team and that creates stronger bonds and uh, and and, and uh, uh, you know friendships and these types of things which which helps drive your business well cheers i think really interesting insights and again short bite-sized interesting pieces that we're just going to run through so we'll have another one next week um but yeah thank you very much simon that was really interesting and i'm looking forward to the next one yeah me too <laughs> <laughs> cheers. Okay.